0: folks, this is Sam Whitfield, and welcome to uh, the Thursday edition of the audio podcast. This is going to be a, a long episode. This is the first Thursday edition of the show that I've actually done uh, simulcasting live on YouTube. And uh, usually the Thursday shows don't get political at all. But, uh, this one was an exception. Uh, for those of you who haven't fallen what's been going on for the past month or so, uh, my friend Chuck Boris, friend of show, previous guest, um, uncovered a case of stolen valor uh, with Owen Benjamin's uh, opening act. And uh, he's been documenting that on his YouTube channel. And um, as it turns out, uh, a lot of Owens fans are uh, now attacking Chuck for exposing this uh, dirty little secret. So this podcast was basically a one hour and 30 minute uh, take. Version of me basically saying, I believe Chuck. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to bring up Owen too much on this podcast, but I will say this just in the intro. I really did used to like Owen Benjamin, um, at one point. I liked it when he did, uh, family, I liked it when he did relationship humor, um, and just, Piano jokes in general. But uh, then this whole. You know. N word this. And faggot that. It all just became. A little too much for me. And. um, I'm just not. So sure I. Dig that anymore. And I, I certainly don't dig. The fact that he's become a big. Moon landing conspiracy theorist which I cover a little bit in this podcast as well. It's just, he's not the same guy anymore, folks. He really isn't. Um, With that being said, I, folks, I hope he gets help and he can really turn his life around. I really do. But, uh, you know, I won't stop criticizing him or anyone else uh, where I see fit. So uh anyway, that's uh the Thursday edition of the podcast. Um real quick we do have one uh sponsor to get out of the way, and then we'll uh get on to the show. So in that way folks, like I said, it's going to be a long uh, episode, but I hope you uh I hope you kind of enjoy it. I try to be humorous in this episode somewhat, but uh Nevertheless, folks, it is kind of a heavy uh, show this Thursday, so just be prepared. Thanks for listening and supporting the show, as always, and uh, enjoy. Thanks for listening. Hey, folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while, and you're starting to think to yourself, Hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing. But where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Or, I guess you could say good morning, uh, depending on what time you're watching this, because it is almost 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time here when I'm recording this. And um, not a whole lot to talk about here. I do have some clips I want to play. Thursday podcasts are usually uh, more casual. Usually I don't even do Thursday podcasts live. I usually do those um, audio only. Again, please subscribe to the Whitfield Report on uh, Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your audio podcasts from. That really uh, helps me out. Um, But regardless, I felt it was important for me to do this as a live stream. Because, uh, my friend Chef Boris, God bless him, is a great guy. He's been on my show twice now. Both times we've talked about music and parodies. And he's just not our own great guy. But he, uh, ever since he started investigating this whole, whole, uh, stolen Valor case with, uh, Eric Nimmer, he's been getting lots of pushback. Now, on the one hand, I can kind of understand why that would be the case. You're accusing a guy of stealing valor. And, uh... You know, that's a serious accusation. But, based on what I've seen, Chuck... Got the documentation proving that Eric Nimmer did not serve in the Marines. He did enlist, yes, but it appears from the documentation that Chuck's received that he did not actually serve a full tour let alone for, as Nimmer has claimed. Now for those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, uh, let me explain this whole situation. So, Eric Nimmer is the opening act for Owen Benjamin. Owen oh, and Benjamin, as you know, I used to be part of the, uh, Unbearables, and, uh, then I left because, well, simply put, I got, I got pushed out of the Unbearables, or at least that's what it felt like to me. Uh, first there was the whole controversy with, uh, Eric Nimmer's fans accusing, my buddy, uh, Neary, of Racism, even though, uh, Neary roasted nimmer in a fair roast battle. Which, by the way, will be, uh, I'm not sure if we will be getting Neary back, but if any of you are curious as to who this John, uh, Neary guy, guy is, I do have an interview uh, that I did with him up on my channel from a from a few months ago. Um, both Chuck and Neri are our, our outstanding guys, and they've went been lambasted by this Nimmer guy, not to mention Canna Bear. Has also been picked on by Nimmer, or the the artist formerly known as Canna bear Excuse me. Now look, if Nimmer can prove that he did in fact serve, if he can come out with his DD two fourteen, I, along with everyone else, will drop this. I will apologize to Nimmer. I will thank him for his service if he did in fact serve. But so far, the results that Chuck has got have been inconclusive. They have not shown that this uh... they've shown that Nimr did in fact not serve a full uh... tour let alone four. He has no 27 confirmed care. So uh, Jacob John is, well, I don't want to say uh, too much, but John is doing well. He's doing well, well enough. Um, so, yeah, he's he's doing good. Thanks for thanks for asking. Um, so Chuck, so Chuck what he's doing, I don't see it as being unethical or immoral or anything. If Nimmer is a Marine, if he did serve, don't just show us your medals, please show the proper documentation. And I'm not the only one asking this. There are more and more veterans actual veterans coming out and asking for him to do this. Yeah, J- yeah, Jacob, I, uh, I miss his smile... I miss uh, Neary's smiling mug, too. And uh, hello to you, too, Jolly. So... That's all we're asking for, folks, is for Nimmer to produce his DD 214. Why is that so hard? And furthermore, if Nimmer has nothing to hide, then why are people going after Chuck and accusing Chuck of being a bad guy? Chuck's just asking questions. Isn't that what citizens are supposed to do? Isn't that what citizen journalists are supposed to do? Ask the tough question? Now, honestly, even when I was a bear, I have to admit, I never really liked Eric Nimmer's comedy. And I I told that to him once on a stream. I didn't like his comedy at all, but I still was tolerant of him. I respected him enough. Neri, the see what you have to understand. The whole and Nimmer situation, that was simply a roast battle. Battle. That's all it was. It wasn't supposed to be this whole big, dramatic thing. And John feels John feels bad. Somewhat, I think that this whole thing got started because of a stupid roast battle. John has nothing to apologize for either. Neither does Canna. Neither does Chuck. No one in the DZ did anything to hurt Nimmer or own Benjamin or anything. I've certainly I've certainly done nothing wrong, heck, if anyone watches my channel, most of the time I just do politics and current events. I know that Revenge of the Sis, ROTC, I I know that they go after uh, people on YouTube, I know that they parody and criticize people, that's fine, that's their gig. Good on them. They've been good to me so far, although, you know, they've even trolled me in some, you know, funny instances. But that's the g- You wanna know, um, folks, do you wanna- do you wanna know who I am? This is basically me in a nutshell. Lady, ladies and gentlemen. This is me. I'm- I'm a- I'm har I'm pretty much harmless. Oh, if okay. Yeah. Okay, now this now the soundboard is loading. Or or Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just a news and commentary guy, I'm pretty conservative, and uh, all around, though, I'm a pretty good and decent all-around dude.
1: Well, Wait, let me me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know, uh, that or, uh, his dudeness or, uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing.
0: Most harmless man on wheels. Well, I appreciate that, Jolly. I really do. So... And and believe me, I I can, I can get savage, uh, past few months. Makes me pretty savage. So let's play a couple of clips. Shall we? The other thing I want to clarify for audio listeners is that this whole thing with Owen Benjamin. Let me let me explain something to Owen Benjamin. People think I have it out for Owen. Let me be honest. I don't... I don't hate Owen. I wish him well. But I have to say, I think this whole moon landing conspiracy theory is pretty stupid. I think out of all the conspiracy theories out there, the moon landing is the most pointless one uh, to theorize about. You want to know why? Because even if the moon landing was faked... Okay, Owen, let's go with that premise. Let's say that the moon landing was faked. So the fuck what? Like, why do you... Here's what I want to know, and why do you... Why do you care so damn much about the moon landing? Here's something you might want to know, Mr. 147IQ it was the fucking cold war when we went to the moon the race to the moon was beating the goddamn Russians and the Soviets we did land on the moon and there's inconclusive proof but even if we didn't, it was to let's go with that example even if we didn't land on the moon it was to beat the Russians and to beat communism in the ideological war. You always say that socialism ends in death and starvation and genocide. Well, guess what communism is, Buster? Starvation and genocide. So, the government... Even if you're right, it was an ideological war that we were fighting, it would have been justified propaganda, if the moon landing was fake. So, you better you better change your tune about the moon landing. But you won't. Anyway, it's a stupid conspiracy theory. Why do you go after something uh, more prevalent? Like uh, Big Pharma. Drugging our uh, kids and putting them on Ritalin and the schools and whatnot. How about going after actual, uh, actual conspiracy theories. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy either, but I'm just saying that if you have to go into conspiracies, go into the ones worthwhile, at least. Yeah, he cares because he's attempting to capture the attention of various right-wing circles on the internet. Yeah. Rob, you're absolutely right, and uh, welcome to the uh, Whitfield report. Welcome to the Savage Lands. Here's another thing to Owen, although I doubt he's even watching this. I did like him when he did relationship comedy. That was good. Why didn't you keep doing that? Oh, because that wasn't getting any traction on the web. Also, why are, you, why are you attacking everyone on the internet now? You're even attacking amateur comedians. Like uh, Joe Ural. Oh yeah, I'm not going to let that go. I'm not going to let the whole Joe Uriel thing. I don't have the screenshot anymore, but for those of you who are curious, uh, Owen Benjamin pretty much maligned a disabled comedian named Joe Yurl. I might try and get him on the show at some point. And uh, basically made really bad wheelchair puns about Joe. He might even still have it on his Instagram. If he does, I'll... I'll grab a screenshot of it. And, uh... post it on... my vlogger something, I don't know. So Owen's now going after uh, Sam Triple-A too. I don't know who, to be honest, I really don't know uh, how much, I really don't know that much about Sam Triple-A, to be honest. But from what I've heard, he used to be friends with Owen, just like Joe Rogan was, allegedly, although Owen is now saying that he was never friends with Joe Rogan. Even though Joe Rogan is the whole entire reason why I know about Owen now in the first place. Let me replay for you this clip of Joe Rogan trying to help Owen Benjamin. This was the show in which I first discovered Owen. This was also the show where I admi- where I first admired Joe Rogan for his ability to uh, critique his uh, comedian friends and help them give them guidance. Now I know some people in the audience might not like Joe Rogan. I do. I'm not a fanboy. I know he has flaws, but all in all, Rogan seems to be more one of the one of the more. Uh, real people in media next to uh, Adam Carolla and Dennis Miller in terms of comedy. so this is a clip of Rogan giving a uh, critique of Owen's behavior on social media and this is also the first show where I uh, actually discovered who Owen is. So, uh, enjoy this. Uh, click number one, roll the, uh, roll the tape. Oh, actually, I'm gonna, that's right, I'm gonna have to go into, uh, I'm gonna have to screen share this, actually. So, hang on a sec while I get the uh, clip queued up. This is uh, from Joe Rogan's clip channel. Okay. There we are. Full screen. Yeah, I know. I'm. I. I know. I'm not as smooth as uh, ROTC. Sorry about that. Okay. Are we good? We're good.
2: I, I really do. But you are the worst representative of yourself on social media. I'm a bad it's, lawyer it's, of it's myself. A, it's a bad form of getting out tricky ideas it's a bad form it's just not good i mean now it's what is it 280 now 280 characters it's better than it was 140 was very rough like 140 you'd have to you know you have to really think about what you're saying
3: it's like you're yelling like as you're falling into a well you have like
2: one sentence but you you are without a doubt addicted and i know you bailed on your phone for a while and you went to a flip flip phone yeah But I see these manic tweets from you and I I just want to go hang out with you and go, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you constantly tweeting and attacking people? And
3: it's like sometimes the chaos helps me.
0: Oh, my God. Rogan is so horrible for, uh, you know, giving a friendly critique to Owen. You know, God forbid Joe asks Owen what his thought process is on Twitter. This is what a lot of the uh, bear cultists are complaining about when they talk about Joe Rogan. This right here.
3: You're, right. I mean, you're right. Right. <laughs> like I'm not challenging that statement, but like, I see it as almost like an idea sonar where you're just like...
2: I I get that. I get yeah. that, but I get that because I know you. Yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah. a really good dude in real life. Thanks, man.
0: So. Okay, now I wonder how Joe... I wonder if I were to ask ask joe now in 2019 hey joe do you think owen is a a good guy i'm genuinely curious to know what joe's response would be because owen sure as heck doesn't think joe is a good guy anymore so i mean it works both ways owen
2: but when i see this online and i I see these blurting outposts. You just outbreak posts. They're just, they're just like, blah, like you got mental <laughs> diarrhea. I mean, just let me see if I can throw the word nigger in here for a goof. Let me see if I can, right. you know, say something that's gonna piss people off. And it's just, there's this weird thing you're doing, like this Jesselneck thing. Like you just yeah. decided to attack Anthony Jesselneck. No, I'll tell you. This. Did he attack you?
3: No. What happened was someone said that uh they had heard. I he said I was alt
2: right, which mm-hmm. is like the new. Insult. People can believe that. They no. could believe that you were alt right,
0: but if. Okay, this is another thing that Owen keeps going on and on. Even now, every time he brings up Joe Rogan, how would Joe Rogan side with them and believe that I'm all all right? Well, Owen, Joe gave you your answer a few months ago, and I'm about ready to replay it for you. If but someone I don't know tells how them infection? and they read one right. of your
2: outrageous tweets... Just right. one or two of them, they would go, oh, this guy's an alt- alt-right comedian. And then they see you with certain people that you've had podcasts with and talked to that might also be lumped in, You I mean, ridiculously so, like Jordan Peterson. They lump him into right alt-right. Right, No, I got gotcha. you. It doesn't make any sense, but they do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, I've had people on that people think are alt-right. I mean, people people are fucking crazy. I mean, there's people out there that think Ben Shapiro is anti-Semitic. I mean, that's, how, that's how nutty oh, people are. Oh, I know. Are.
3: There's no, there's they think no he's a logic Nazi. at all.
0: Like, right now, Mark. Now, here's the funny thing. If you've paid attention to Owen's uh, streams or anything that he's been doing lately, he now thinks that Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro are both uh, evil. And that they're both uh, wizards or something. Which, we'll get to the whole wizardry thing, too. I'm not so sure I understand... Owen's whole concept of wizardry either, but then again, I don't have a 147 IQ. Okay, I'm smart. That's the other thing. Owen, why bring up your IQ? Like, I know I know people who have high IQs who are stupid. Like they're book smart, but they're stupid people. And I don't know, but based on your angry behavior and how you lash out at everyone who even disagrees with you, you could be one of those people. You could be. Then again, I I could be wrong, but I'm certainly not lying, to borrow a phrase of yours.
3: Martin Luther King
2: Jr. would be considered alt-right by certain crazy people. He would probably have adjusted his views, don't you think? I mean, his views had probably changed, knowing all that we know about people today. And I mean, he would be a different person. You got to think, that guy growing up in the 1950s, and then you know, being into the 60s, as uh, the most important civil rights activist of all time, he was dealing with a completely different world, man. I mean yeah. there was no social media there was there, there was not much consolidated power it was probably very difficult to get people to march once they started sicking dogs on people and blowing fire hoses on them i mean you had to be you, you had less protection and he would had to be more more rigid and conservative then just because people would have to be like just very careful I mean, that's like you know we we talked about this recently i guess it was with was it daniele bolelli we were talking about about how recently slavery was was it him was it Danielli? might have been, either way, um, it's, that's a crazy small amount of time. Crazy. Like 200 years ago. And it's been existed for like f- tens of thousands of years. And that there's more slavery in the world today because there's more people alive. Today. Yeah. It's kind of tricky. But there's less percentage of people that are slaves. Right. Know? So it's kind of misleading when people say there's more sli- slavery. There's way more people. That's a good point. Yeah. There's more w- everything. Way,
3: way, 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 way more people. And there's way more crazy people and now they all have internet access.
2: Yeah, because I was looking at this thing where they were trying to trace.
0: Yeah, like you, Bucko.
2: You know, you've heard about that um, new species of human that they found? I think around somewhere okay. in the a range of Russia. And what fucking freaked me out? They were talking about how long ago this was. between here and like yeah. West
3: Hills. Yeah,
2: probably more. Probably and that's more why people. we have
3: such a, a vicious uh, instinct. Yeah, because at that point, it's just. I think it got down to like ten thousand people at one point. Yeah, that or was just,
2: what I was reading the article about. It was also talking about um, in Sumatra, and we talked about this. Anything to him? So I just right. so I
3: just posted that and said he got he has liposuction in his ass because I thought. i So I just right. so I just posted that instincts. The same instincts. They're like, if if you can't eat your dog right now, right. you're gonna die. Right. Right. Oh, uh, so right. anyway, with the jesnik thing. Uh, so what happened? So I just went on his and he. had already blocked me and I had, had never written anything to him. So I just right.
0: so Jason like pulled the you before you became the current you, Owen. Now for those who don't know what Owen does, who listen to my podcast, he's been he's been doing this really crazy thing of just blocking people who disagree with him in his streams now he's actually got this whole like subscription paywall thing where i guess in order to even enter his chat now you have to be a paid subscriber but um, anyway that's brand new and granted my channel is only at one fifteen, and i'm still growing but even so, that seems really shitty to do <sighs> just as a practice
3: so I just posted that and said he got he has liposuction in his ass because I thought that was funny because I didn't <laughs> want to go too big I was
2: like, but why even do that like who gives a shit if he blocks you I, I just thought it was funny right but you're attacking him publicly this is the thing it's like you have like how many thousands of Twitter followers you have like
3: 120,000 that's a lot
2: of fucking people so a, hundred, a lot but he's a tw- strong
3: man like there's dudes that have messed with but, me way even crazy if he's a recently. strong
2: man like that's got a sting there's got to be like this, this disturbance of peace and tranquility for no reason just because he blocked you, you know, yeah like, what do you give a shit if you blo- I hope you block just I like you go block me buddy I love him He's a good guy <laughs> he's a great he's, joke right he's a funny guy man this is the problem is that like I'm a colleague of his I'm at the comedy store with him all the time yeah we go on back and forth next to each other all the time and you know there's like you should attack someone when they do something really bad
3: but see, but you know what I'm saying I do know what you're saying like the sheath sword until you absolutely need it yeah I'm all about that and i I wasn't, like, full attack mode, though. I, I thought pretty I was attack mode. I was being
2: playful. The war started. You're talking <laughs> about him getting liposuction, talking about him being gay, and you're talking about—you uh, said a bunch of different well, things no, about but that's him. after he
3: said I was—in alt- response, he said that I'm an alt-right, third-rate piano comic, and I was like, dude, I just did a, a liposuction joke. Mm. It, but the right, thing but is, I'm not even mad at the guy at all.
4: Like, I want then
2: you again do a terrible job of representing yourself. That's then. a good point because it seems to me even I had a text you. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I know. And by the way, this? I just want to
3: give you a compliment. Uh, I love that you're more critical offline. Like you're one of the few people right now in this world. that's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? I loved, it. but online. You're chill. Well, and so many people are the opposite. They attack online and apologize in the DM. And you are
2: I just want to say that that's good leadership qualities. Oh, well, that's very nice <laughs> of you. But I'm not trying to be a leader. I just try to be a, a good person. I think right. if you, you have an issue with someone, you should do – you.
0: So that was uh, – I don't want to play the whole quip because I'll probably get the stream taken down or uh, something. I'm hoping we're still alive. Uh, let me, let me go back to my screen here and then check, yet we're still alive, um, yeah, anyway, like I said, I don't understand why he I mean, I understand why you attack people now, but again, people who are falling ill clearly haven't seen that clip in a long time. That's the evil Joe Rogan, right? Right there. That's the evil Joe Rogan expressing concern for his uh, friend at the time. Now let's go to a more recent clip, this is from uh, a day or two ago, when uh, Owen attacked comedian Sam Tripoli, again, as I mentioned at the top of the stream, I really don't know who uh, Sam Tripoli is, I know that he's a comedian, like I've heard his name, but I don't know his material that much, um, but, bottom line is... I guess he was a friend of Owen, and Owen. I mean, and now he called out Owen and said, Hey man, I'm concerned about this whole uh, moon landing thing that you're on about. And uh, Owen, just like everyone else, just like he's done to everyone else, went on his stream and basically crucified Tripoli uh, and sent the bears after Tripoli. So, uh, what I'm about to play for you is a clip from uh, Sam Tripoli's stream expressing concern for Owen, and then following that is going to be Owen's response, so I'll, I'll stop and comment where I feel necessary, as always, and um, I'll play both of these, these clips so next clip we will roll that and go
4: so i want to end on something right here okay i want to say something to everybody here in the camera i want to talk about owen benjamin real quick okay owen benjamin has been uh been attacking me on uh also there's a video i don't even know if it's his you know, Owen Benjamin destroys Sam Tripoli. Now, I didn't watch the video because I don't watch any of that shit. I don't need that in my life. But I've been told it wasn't as bad as the title makes it seem. And actually, within there, Owen Benjamin says to me, says he'd like to become friends again. I I, I want to say something, to Owen, and I, and you all, you bears, can run and go and tell anything you want to tell. Them. Okay. But, Owen, I'm getting hit up by people that are very nervous about what's going on right now. They're very scared about where you are mentally. They say it's signs of bad things to come. So what I would like to do, because I know you got my number, well it's not hard to find, I'd like to talk. I want you to call me
0: up. <gasps> the nerve on this guy to suggest that they have a phone call with each other. The absolute sheer nerve of Sam Tripoli to suggest that they actually have a conversation on the phone to try and sort out their problems. My God, what a concept. I'm serious. This is, this, this is actually going to be Owen's uh, reaction, as you'll see in one of the next clips.
4: I want to talk about what's going on with you, because this is not the dude I know. This is not the dude I knew for 15 years in L.A. I understand that you took a you did a, a you took a, a lane and you, you wanted to do this like Trump shit or Alex Jones stuff where you say outrageous stuff. But you ended up attacking all your friends. and Now you're paying yourself into a corner and people are fucking scared. So this guy on the videos is not the dude I know. I want to talk. I'm doing this. I want to talk. To the guy that I was friends with forever. That we did each other videos, our shows, and all of our stuff. Because everyone's really scared about where this is ending. So you can light me up all you want, dog. You can't. It doesn't matter to me. I block everybody. I don't need shit in my life. But if anybody wants you, anybody cares about Owen... Have him get a hold of me. Don't email me. Don't do this. Don't text me. Call me the N-word and the F-word like you did last time on my flip phone. Okay? Call me. Talk to me. When we had a problem, when you got mad because I wouldn't defend you saying the N-word, and that's not what I said. I said, Owens on his own track. He can do whatever he wants. If he's going to say the N-word, I'm not going to defend him on that. Okay? Do you understand it? Like, because I see that no different than Kathy Griffin holding up
0: Donald Trump's head. It, you are doing something for a reaction. you got the... And, and Sam is absolutely right, like, ladies and gentlemen. Like, Owen says that he says the N-word because it's harmless, right? He says that, like, he's doing it because he wants to take, like, the power away from that word's... He claims it's a a whole philosophical exercise, but folks, he knows it's an outrageous word. That's why he says that and faggot and all of those words. That's why he calls everyone gay now and wizards and all that. He he does all that for reactions. He knows that that that's how people perceive him. So Sam's not wrong here so far.
4: Action. All right. So you can do whatever you want. And that's what I said from the start, Owen. You can do whatever you want. But people are getting nervous. So I'm not happy that you're going after my friends about sexualities. I'm not happy that you're going after my friends about looks, people you who loved you and you loved and worked with. Okay. Joe Rogan. But because of the the dude I knew back in the day from upstate New York, who is my friend, who I love to put on shows, call me, dude. We can talk. Because I can't imagine what you're feeling right now. Because you paint yourself into a corner, and it's got to be fucking lonely. Because I do this little thing, and all I do is stick up for common sense, and I fight hypocrisy, and sometimes I think I've fucked myself because I'm never going to be on a TV show in this town. I really don't care anymore because I'm blessed I I got through to the other side. Okay? But I can't imagine what you're feeling. Yes, there's some guys in New York who still like it, and I get it. But man, all the people who came out with not being... Why? Why live that life? Why put that energy out? Our lives are too short to put out bad energy. Okay? Call me. Let's talk. You know what everybody loves, Owen? A fucking comeback story. A comeback story. Everybody likes a comeback story. They want to fucking see you come back to the old guy. It's gonna take a lot of making amends and you're gonna to have to go through it, but it's gonna be a better place to be than this guy who's just shitting all over everybody, all of his peers. It's just, it's not a way to live life. This isn't boxing, man. This is a group's rise. You have to work with others. I learned that a long time ago watching my father who I love to death burn every bridge in his fucking in his real estate business, not work with anybody. It doesn't work. You need friends in this world. I'm not saying you don't have any, but there's no reason to be going after old friends who knew you back in the day.
0: Well, Owen has a cult now, Sam, so, uh, you know, who needs friends when you have a couple thousand people at your, uh, you know, at your disposal to do your, uh, every, uh, whim? Oh, did I say cult? I meant friends. Yeah, he has friends who will help him out. You can do whatever you
4: want with this thing and people can cut this up however they want to. This is an f- old friend trying to help a new friend to reach out because people are telling me they're worried about you. I haven't watched any of your videos. I don't know where you're at because I'm done with you. When you had your friends all attack me, your listeners all attack me, give me down votes on my video, say fucking mean things to me, i done. But because the guy I used to love and who was an old friend of mine... And everybody's saying he's in bad places right now. And that's what they're saying to me, bud. Okay? Because if not, I would ignore you, dog. You're fucking Beetlejuice. Every time someone says your name, you show up and I got to deal with more shit. But because you're my old friend, I want to have a conversation. Because this can change. It's not who you are. So fucking get a hold of me. Call me. Let's talk. Let's start the process of getting Owen back to fucking be, being part of the community again. Alright? So guys, I appreciate you guys listening to me. I appreciate you guys doing this. I wanted to complete that episode. It was a little janky in the first part. I'm
0: trying my best. So, so that was um uh, that was Sam Tripoli's, I guess, attempt at reaching out to Owen is the best way I can put it. Doesn't, uh, that didn't sound that bad or that edgy or that wizard-like to me. That sounded like something that I would do if one of my friends were, uh, you know, out of control. I might not do it, you know, on, like, my YouTube channel unless it was, like, another podcaster that I know. But if a, if one of my close friends uh, like Ryan, who's been on the show before, if he were acting like Owen, I would give him a call and say, "Hey, dude, we need to talk. We need to you know figure something out. That's what friends do with each other. Now, here's Owen's uh response to uh Sam Tripoli. This is uh oh, this is just it's funny to watch, but not for the reasons Owen thinks it's funny to, to watch. Like, he's become whenever he gets angry at people like this, he becomes an ironic comedian.
3: Sam, Sam Tripoli does a podcast called um, Tinfoil Hat. And he did some concern trolling about me yesterday, like a real big thing about it. And uh, people have said, oh, don't bring attention to it. He's just trying to get more listeners. And guys, I recently downloaded Mein Kampf. It's like, check out the sources.
0: I- Wait, so, that, that okay, this is another thing. When I first watched this clip and I heard that, I'm like, what? What is Owen doing downloading Mein Kampf? Now, this doesn't bode well, folks, considering what he said about Ben Shapiro. He claims that he doesn't hate Jews, but he's gone on whole big rants about Ben Shapiro, you know, being bad and being horrible, and now he's downloading Mein Kampf. Oh boy, Owen.
3: Trust that the people in my life and the people that like me understand right, wrong, and can come to their own conclusions. Because when someone like Sam Tripoli says he's concerned about me, I'd like to talk about our lives and our differences and what I believe it means to make a, to be a man and why people actually will say these things. And they always want to have private conversations with me, but never public.
0: Well, okay, Owen. that first part of what you were saying about no. Wanting, uh, to have, you know, a conversation and express things. That's all fine, one Danny, and I think Sam wants the whole thing, but, but, but why do you want all your conversations with your friends public? Why? What, what is your new obsession with this, then? Well, here's his answer. Sam Tripoli, I want to like. I really do,
3: he's a buffoon. He's funny to talk to because he sounds like, he's like, hey man, my name's Sam Tripoli. What's up, dude? You're from Coraline, I'm from Coraline, New York, dude. You're from Oswego, that's cool, man. Yeah, let's uh, let's do comedy shows, right? But it's funny how when the party ends, people without any morality or anything good in their life and who are basically just filthy, they start falling apart. And I've watched-
0: Are you talking about yourself? Because, uh, to me, it, it seems like you're talking about yourself now, Owen. ...age, and I've watched selfish people
3: age, and it's so bad. And when you see it, you see it as clear as day. There might as well be a skeleton. And when you don't, you just want to huddle up. You know, and the reason that these people won't have me on, the re- I'll, I'll get to Joe Rogan, I'll get to Bert Kreischer. Sam oh Tripoli condemned me. 6 months ago for for the song that nigger stole my bike and he was like, "Hey man, you know, I used to know Owen, but like that's one line you can't cross." So anyway, the government's hiding aliens. <clears throat> it's like, "Would you like to debate me on censorship? Why is the n-word nigger and not necrophilia? Why is an n-word oh my necrophilia? God. Imagine if- uh,
0: the, this whole why is he so hung up on the N-word. I get that he's a shot comic, but he can't understand why... The way he does it, he just throws it out for goof. Obviously, people are not going... He, he doesn't fit it into a joke. He, he just does it for a, a, to piss off as many people as he can. Uh, Rob, sometimes I think he's just the same guy selling, uh, selling a, selling a community to crazies. So, Rob, you're basically saying that this whole thing is a, is like, that he's playing one giant con, con? You know, I've, I've thought of that myself, dude. I've, I've gotta be honest. This whole entire bear thing. Could be a bit. It could be one great big, twisted, bit that he's doing to get money, just like uh, Joel Osteen, just like, uh, just like uh, Jim and uh, Tammy Faye Baker. Believe me, the. the The thought has crossed my mind more than once, but I, even if that was the beginning, even if this was a practical joke to, uh, to begin with, I think, even if he, even if he started this whole thing out as a scam, Rob, there's no doubt in my mind that he's become mentally affected by this. Either that, or he's a brilliant actor, one of the two. Even so, I mean, Heath Ledger went crazy, legit crazy playing the Joker, and Owen is getting into Heath Ledger levels of craziness with, uh, you know, my friends are to get me in the moon landing was fake and everything.
3: victim of necrophilia right? I can argue these points all day long. That's why they concern troll me because it works on dumb women, like beyond. They're like, I heard Sam. It didn't even sound bad. He's like worried about you. I'm like, why do you people get to vote? And I'll talk about that too, about do I actually think women shouldn't be allowed to vote? I'll explain all of it. I'll hit. Oh boy.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. So. Here he is six, six months ago. Gee, uh, yo, I, I don't know why people think I'm alt right. I'm not, uh, I'm not alt right. Hey guys, I'm not alt right. Big Bear. I, I'm. Women shouldn't be allowed to vote, but I'm totally not sexist and I'm totally not racist nigger, 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 and I'm totally not alright. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're not.
3: Big questions people ask about me. It's a way to demean someone without having the balls to even take a shot because they can't win one goddamn argument. What would you like to talk about, Sam? Socialism? You left his pussy? You don't trust the government, but you want to give all your money to the government and have universal health care. OK, what else do you want to debate? I'm going to ask you, what do you think about abortion? This is the whole reason why Joe Rogan probably never had me on again. It's because when he brought that crackhead on, who just was like, I love abortion. I'll kill babies all day. And I'm like,
0: no, no, no. OK. Joe hasn't said the reason why he's brought you on, but I'm assuming the reason why he hasn't brought you on uh, is because you keep calling him a thumb and a dumbass and a faggot and whatnot. It has nothing to do with abortion or, you know, marijuana or or whatever. Maybe it's because, oh, and you've pissed Rogan off. You know, maybe, maybe the reason why all these comics are turning on you is because you just keep crabbing on them and then you wonder why won't these guys want me to do why don't these guys want me on their podcasts anymore. You claim to have a 147 IQ but the fact that you're mystified about why people don't want you around anymore is mystifying to me in and of itself and I have an average IQ
3: Really? Like, I just was reacting like, this is this is crazy. And one ounce of truth in a room full of that crazy, like, demonic shit is terrifying to liars. So Sam Tripoli can't ever face me. That's why they always go, we should talk on the phone. Have you thought about calling him? I used to fall for that trick. I fell for it with Joe Rogan because I didn't understand liars to that level yet I understand wizardry but like I couldn't imagine a man
0: Uh, this uh, wizardry I'm I'm so sick of that word of hearing wizards from Owen and wizardry it's it's his buzzword it's wizardry for him is the same way that leftists use the word Nazi, okay, or racist. Like, it's, it's the one buzzword that encompasses, like, all the evil, right? So to the left, so to the left, like, I'm a Nazi, I'm a racist, and that's evil. To Owen, anyone who disagrees with him is a wizard. I'm a wizard. I I should have done the Euro you're wizard now Harry I, I should have put that in the sound cue I, I only put the Big Lebowski clips in tonight but uh, I might I might have to add some Harry Potter uh, sound bites into this before this whole uh, own saga is done yeah it's yeah. Yeah, lots of mileage from Wizardry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get the, I get the, the charge of witchcraft. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. But still, I mean, is it not his equivalent of Nazi?
3: Talking to another man on the phone
0: and saying a bunch of stuff and not meaning it. Oh, also. Again, maybe people don't want to air out all of their dirty laundry on air. Like maybe what's reaching out to you, but maybe maybe private phone conversations. uh Maybe you're more vulnerable on the phone. Maybe you could. Maybe the reason why you don't want to have a phone conversation Owen, is because you can't put on a big show in front of your, uh, you know, cult. You can't act like a big tough guy in front of your audience. Oh, Jolly, you, uh, you lovable SOB. I was going to, yep, I've, i you'll, you'll, you'll hear that in a bit.
3: I really do. He's a buffoon. He's funny to talk to because he sounds like he's so. It's like, would you like to debate me on censorship? Why is the N-word nigger and not. Why do you people get to vote? And I'll talk about that too, about crazy, like demonic shit. It's terrifying to liars. So Sam Tripoli can't ever face me. That's why they always go, we should talk on the phone. Have you thought about calling him? I used to fall for that trick. I fell for it with Joe Rogan because I didn't understand liars to that level yet. I understand wizardry. But like, I couldn't imagine a man talking to another man on the phone and saying a bunch of stuff and not meaning anything or doing any of it. Like I really thought we like made amends in certain ways and there was a big misunderstanding and all this shit. And he was just saying anything he could to get me to like him and to stop making fun of him. So the private call isn't happening with any of these people. I will do Rogan, I'll do Burt Kreischer, I'll do any of these podcasts. I'm dying to. People will be like, well you won't even debate Jordan Peterson. I would do it, I could be right in the middle of making love to my beautiful wife. And I would stop and the jizz would hurt my balls. And she would be like, baby, you know, I need more of that sweet body. And I'd be like, you stop it. You wait for it. You sit there. I have to debate Jordan Peterson in front of people and just fucking humiliate him.
0: They won't debate me. I'd." W- so Owen pretty much proved my point that the only reason why he wants to uh, have these in public is so that he can act like a tough guy to his audience and also um... I'm sorry but why would you ever like stop having sex with your wife midway just so you can go debate some guy on the internet that's Am I the only one that finds that a little weird like I know that there's a whole bunch of stuff that's weird about Owen now but that in particular like nah I I don't yeah <sighs> yeah that that's that's weird that's weird and it's sad and
3: yeah. In the eyes of Joe Rogan, Sam Triple, Burkwright and say, do you guys believe in abortion? If, and if so, why? Because the truth is a motherfucker. These men haven't even thought about it, guys. They want to just keep drugging and fucking and snorting and just having people worship them. I'd look in their eyes and say, why do you think abortion's okay? Why is it when, the, when the, the, the heart starts beating, when they feel pain? And they can survive outside a womb. And I would say this on a podcast to these people. And they would say, uh, I mean, you know, but we're worried about you. And I'd be like, you let them kill millions of
0: babies. Okay, how is Joe Rogan and Bert Kreischer and all these comedians, how are they responsible for abortion? Okay, like, I don't think Rogan is a, a lefty. I. I I honestly don't know his stances on abortion. I don't know births. I don't even know if it's something they, they, that they would bring up, because it is a controversial to- topic. You know, for the record, I am pro-life, but I'm saying that's a little bit of a weird thing to, uh, you know, bring up on a comedy podcast. You know, so. Wh- So, what's your new comedy special about? What do you guys think uh, about abortion? Like... Mmm... That's just... Yeah. Again... This guy is losing his marbles. Or he's acting.
3: I'm not saying to go into a place and do anything. But you can't even verbally back a baby? And you're worried about me? And you think you're a man? Admit Joe Rogan's five foot
0: six. Admit Bert Kreischer is on. Again, what is this? Yeah, that's a great still shot of him. That is a great. If someone wants to screen cap that and yeah, and tweet it to me, that would be awesome. That's perfect. What is his obsession with height? Uh, I mean, I. I get, I get it. We get it, dude. You're a freakishly tall dude. We get it. We and we get that it feeds your superiority complex. But my God, this is this is middle school stuff too. By the way, this is oh. Oh, I'm taller than you. I'm, I'm six foot, and you're only five, and uh, you're only five, and, yeah. This guy uh, alternates between scary cult-like, you know, attributes, and middle school humor. Anyway.
3: Certainly a bisexual. You have two options. You can either lie and stay in Hollywood. When they feel pain when they can survive outside a womb. And I would say this on a podcast to these people. And they would say, uh, I mean, you know, but we're worried about you. And I'd be like, you let them kill millions of babies. I'm not saying to go into a place and do anything, but you can't even verbally back a baby. And you're worried about me. And you think you're a man. Admit Joe Rogan's five foot six. Admit Bert Kreischer is almost certainly a bisexual. You have two options.
0: Okay. Bert Kreischer is a bisexual. Okay. You gonna are you gonna back that up, Owen? Like are you gonna back that up? Like what evidence do you have that Bert Kreischer is bisexual? Obviously, you're not going to do because you're playing to your co-audience. Th- this is the type of stuff that people get sued for. Sued for, by the way. Th- these these baseless claims. And he's a, he's a public figure, too. A well-known public figure. I'm criticizing him based on what I'm, I'm seeing. You can either
3: lie and stay in Hollywood or tell the truth and get kicked out. Joe Rogan is a munchkin man. Abortion's wrong. Bert Kreischer loves Cox. And you're worried about me, Sam? You're pathetic. You're on a podcast about conspiracy theories and you're pro-big government You think questioning the moon landing is is stupid or something, and then I can't say nigger, and then you're worried about me. Sam
0: Tripoli. Okay. Now, let me explain something. Again, I don't know much about Sam Tripoli's comedy or his podcast or whatever, but I will tell you that there is now a genre of podcasts out there I'm subscribed to one of them, one of the podcasts uh, on Anchor, Anchor's the host that hosts the uh, audio version of the podcast, so shout out to Anchor, Uh, you can support my show over there by the way, anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report, but anyway, that's my audio platform. One of the other podcasts on Anchor is one called The Scapegoats Podcast. I've only listened to one episode so far but but it but it's hilarious, and it's a parody podcast of conspiracy theory theories it parodies all of these different conspiracy theories, so I don't know what um Sam Tripoli is doing but, but I'm assuming that that's what he's doing maybe these conspiracy theory parody uh podcast I'll have to check it out Net- now Owen's got me curious and who knows it could be a real one I I, I don't know um, it's his podcast Owen though why, why do you care uh, yeah I, you know what I'm not going to play I'm not going to play the rest of this clip I think you get my point. Owen, Owen's just making himself out to be a, a, a buffoon. Now, on to back to Eric Nimmer and to this whole Chuck Boris saga. Like I said at the very beginning of this show, before a lot of you came in, I would had Locomotive Breath, a.k.a. Chuck Boris, on my podcast. Slash stream. Not once, but twice to talk about music. I'm I'm willing to have Chuck on again. Uh, for a third time. If he wants to talk about this. Chuck has an open invita- invitation to come on this podcast whenever he wants. As does John Neary. Um... I don't want to. I don't want to mention the other people who have open invites uh, on air, but they knew. They know who they are. Chuck. It, Chuck's a good guy, and what he's done with this whole stolen dollar thing with Investigating Nimmer, I think is. Honorable, and trying to find the truth is honorable. So now Nimmer is getting nervous, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Nimmer is getting extremely nervous about all of this. He wrote a uh, an open letter. By the way, he, uh, Nimmer has shut down all his uh, social media accounts. Other than YouTube. He just, uh, earlier, I guess last night, posted a, uh, a let, this, uh, open letter on his YouTube channel, which, uh, I'll read aloud. So, uh, this is a letter written by Eric Nimmer. This was published 11 hours ago. Now keep in mind it's Thursday, almost 4am here uh, on the East Coast. Thanks for staying up with me, by the way. Um, anyway, this is Nimmer's whole response to his whole claims of stolen valor. Hello. I know in recent weeks there have been rumors about me, about me circulating, and I personally chose not to engage. As many of you know, I tend to take time time off, ETC when things rise, or if I'm not feeling well. And this latest round has been exponentially worse in scope and involvement. Uh, I guess never has cancer, or so he says, um, which is not to say it is unearned. It is what it is, and as an adult I have to wear that. Why I said in the past that I never wanted to stand on anything but my own jokes/slash writing, I did sit idly by and let and let falsehood and exaggerations go uncorrected. There's no excuse for that, and so, and that's the way on me. Things that started out as bits ended up being spun into some crazed for, folk lore that I don't even under, fully understand. Point being, I'm not some Jamal Wick. Chris Kyle Assassin, Navy SEAL. And honestly didn't think people took that to heart until I saw a recent post. Dude, you went on Crowder and went on that on this whole thing how you were a badass Navy SEAL. You went on multiple streams saying that you had twenty-three confirmed kills and then twenty-seven. You held this thing over uh Niri's over near his head and said that you you said that you were that you were like a a a domesticated psychopath or something like that so now you're acting all modest and humble uh anyway I'm usually the first to speak out to speak to my limitations not in my experience bud but I guess that wasn't the case and for that I apologize to all that have been dragged into this. I'm not writing this to elicit any specific reaction. And... But for, but for the sake of those that are perfectly willing to take blows on my behalf. I personally don't care what people think. And note that this is a bottomless pit in regard to having to stop everything to defend oneself constantly. Oh, you mean like uh, John... Ha- you mean like uh Neri how Neri had to uh constantly defend himself when you accused him of uh racism and what not even though he's married to a uh to an Afri- to an actual African wife like that I personally don't care what people think and know that this is a pit in regard to having to stop everything to defend oneself constantly. I'm just a guy that enjoys telling jokes, and that's what matters to me above all else. With that said, I believe people are unfairly like going after my friends and colleagues. None of this should be on them. I know who I am, and so do those that have these discussions with me. As for my future, I was planning on taking a step to recover back to recover regardless of this controversy another reason for going private and muting everything it was taking a monstrous toll on my mental health I am deeply sorry for my own shortcomings and misgivings and I have nothing to offer up but remorse because remaining silent as when now I'm just going to fall back and recover my of my yada yada well I mean <sighs> Dude, your boss, and let's just call him that because that's what he is, clearly. Owen's your boss. Owen accused people of trying to poison his kids, buddy. That's... Imagine what that does to your mental health. Owen accused people of... Uh, Poisoning his kids without any evidence. And yet, Nimmer's the one with, uh, you know, who's under mental duress. So, uh... Basically, Chuck has... Nimmer's nervous. Because... Chuck has exposed uh, the fact that he got de-enlisted in, in the uh, Marines, and uh, if any of you are curious, go out and check and check out Chuck's videos on these uh, YouTube.com/LSCMbreath4 slash or just type in "locomotive breath" in the YouTube search. But uh, anyway, Nimmer to Nimmer and Owen both. You, uh, you accused the DZ of some pretty heinous things. You've tried shutting down anyone who, uh, disagrees with you or even questions you guys. So, um, you know, my sympathy personally for you guys is is waning. And uh, I think Walter Sobchak, I think Walter Sobchak said it best.
5: You see what happens? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry. This is what happens, Larry. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. what happens. You see what happens, Larry. You see what happens, Larry. Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the act
0: Ah, oh, that is one of the greatest uh, lines ever in a movie. The the big laugh for those. Who don't know, folks? I I realize a lot of you are new to the channel. but The Big Lebowski, such a great movie! I, it's it's my all-time favorite uh, comedy movie. I I think. I I mean I've I've loved it since I was a teenager. I wrote about it in high school. It's it's a it's a great movie, and I I, I saw that in the soundboard queue, and I, I knew I had to play In fact, uh, it's not, I might have to send this to Chuck. After, uh, because, this one is for, uh, Carlos Danger and, whatnot too. Because, uh, you know, Owens messed, Owens messed with the DZ, so, uh, you know, this will be Owens' car after, uh, after we're done exposing them, You see what happens?
5: You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry! This is what happens, Larry! You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? This is what happens! You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass?
0: That—that was also uh, audio of Donald Trump today when he was uh, taking Nancy Pelosi's private jet away. That was—that was audio of the president. Um. Anyway, though, in all seriousness, folks, uh, just be good to one another, and like I said. I would advise you guys to check out, uh, what, uh, Chuck has said about this matter. In fact, before we go, I, I do want to play, uh, I actually, I know I'm keeping you guys along, but I, I do want to play, uh, this one clip of Chuck's on the Stolen Ballot Project because a lot of people, I guess, have been questioning him about what the Stolen Valor Project is, and this, uh, this clip of his hasn't gotten too many, uh, plays so far, so, uh, this is Chuck clarifying some things about the, uh, Stolen Valor Project, which I will now, uh, play, I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but I'll play some of it for you guys. This is Chuck talking about what the Fake Warrior Project is.
1: I have to put my drink. Okay. uh, I just wanted to. This is just gonna be really, really, really quick. I, I really don't care if anybody tunes in. You, you could watch it later. I just wanted to clarify something because, once again, somebody had told me that the Fake Warrior Project is a scam. And today it dawned on me. They probably thought I said Wounded Warrior Project. Now, the Wounded Warrior Project is a scam. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Fake Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project is a completely different group of people who have nothing to do with the guys I was working with. I wanted to make that very, very, very clear. Fake Warrior Project also runs the POW Network, which is just um, the POW Network. All that is, is it's a group of POWs to keep in touch with each other. They do that. And then they do the Fake Warrior Project. The Fake Warrior Project does nothing other than expose cases of stolen valor. They don't do anything else. They don't claim to give money to vets. That's not what they do. Now, that's the issue with the Wounded Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project says that they're donating uh, money to vets. That's not what the Wounded Warrior Project does. Most of that money goes right in their pockets. That's not who I'm talking about. This is not the Wounded Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project does not verify claims of stolen valor. That's not what they do. It's a completely different thing. I want to make that very clear. Fake Warrior Project, completely different from the Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project is a scam. Fake Warrior Project is real. It's a nonprofit organization. They will do research for you for free. You don't have to give them a penny and they will get you the information that you need and request. So these people that I've been saying, you can, can go and pay $10 out of your own pocket and file the Freedom of Information Act request to yourself. But a lot of these websites will do it for you for free. Uh, Fake Worry would have done it for me for free. But right after I got involved and started talking about it, she started saying how, you know, the website's aging, we don't really have the crew we used to have. Um, and she had mentioned that it costs money to file. I didn't ask her how much. I just sent her money, assuming, just thinking, well, it's worth, what it, because the way I looked at it is, what is it worth to me? I gave $50 at the time, which was half of the money I had in my bank account. I don't know if Porston's gonna show my email correspondence between me and Mary, but you'll see that I sent in the email, I sent you, I think I might have blotted at the time the, uh, the how much I donated out of there, but I said I gave you 50 bucks, that's half of what I have in the bank right now. So I paid $50 because it was going to a good cause. You don't have to do that. I was so willing to prove this, I was willing to pay you guys to do this. That's how much I want to prove this, alright? I'm sincere. I'm honest. Don't take my word for it. Do the research yourself, okay? This is going to be a continuous, continuous thing for a long time. I know that it is until somebody, who somebody, is able to verify this and comes out and says it. Now, I still have a little bit of hope that the Crowder camp will come out and and disavow Eric Nimmer. They know. I know that they put through the uh, the request themselves. If they didn't, that's what they told me. So either they lied and didn't do it, but either way they have the information that I have. They know what I know. So um, there still is hope that perhaps Steven Crowder will disavow. Now if that happens, now that he has got no obligation to Owen Benjamin anymore, it's even more of a possibility he'll do that because now they don't really have anything to lose. Steven Crowder's not writing with Owen anymore. So I'm hoping that there still is hope and that perhaps Steven Crowder will do the right thing and tell us what I know and what I know he knows and his whole crew knows about Eric Nimmer. And what's very funny is I sent the emails out to everybody right before Eric Nimmer went on Steven Crowder's show. I didn't get a response back from anybody besides Sound Guy Edward. Sound Guy Edward, I believe I had told right before.
0: Okay, so bottom line. Um... I, like I said, I didn't want to buy the whole eight minute video of Chuck, but he is clarifying here that the Stolen Bell Project is real. And it it is a real organization. Chuck's Chuck is not the one who has anything that he has to prove. All we want, if is a real Marine, all Chuck wants is a DD 214 a legit one so uh, with with all that in mind like I said I the the reason why I'm in this like I said at the very beginning of the stream is I don't like the fact that Chuck, Is, uh, being accused of some weird, of, I don't like the fact that Chuck is being accused of wizardy. I don't like the fact that Neary is being accused of being a a racist by Nimmer. That, that's why I love the, um, that's why I love the Bears. One of the reasons. That and the whole Joe Ural, uh, thing. Really pissed me off. Um, Owen, Owen's the wizard, let me just say that in closing, and uh, it looks like he's also doubling down and saying that even if Nimr stole Valor, he would still stand by him, and yet the moon landing, but god forbid, the moon landing was real. That couldn't have happened. So anyway, folks, uh, look. Like I said, I I don't, I don't like getting bogged down into these internet turf wars. But Chuck's been a long time friend of the show now, and uh, you know, I know I know he hasn't been with me for all oh, eleven years of my podcasting career, but he's been. With me for a year and a half now, so he is a long time friend of the show. So is, uh, so is Neary, so are the other DZ members who I don't want to name, um, for their sake. They, they've all supported me. The guys coming up from ROTC, some of them are our trolls. I get that. A lot of them are our tro- our trolls. I I get that I might not be their preferred format. I get that, but a lot of them are good, too. So, I'm just here to uh, support my friends and uh, listen, if if any of you bear, bears, if you want to continue watching my content or listening to my podcast because you like when I talk about Trump or whatever, feel free. I've never, I've never said that the Bears can't listen to my podcast. Purely as listeners. I've never said that. Come one, come all. I say. But, I've got to call out hypocrisy on our side. Our side being the conservative movement. Um, When I see fit, by the way, I don't, I don't see Mr. Ellen Benjamin as being conservative anymore, considering how he bans anyone who disagrees with him, um, and stabbing Ben Shapiro in the back the way he did, too. (coughs) That's a, that's a big no-no. But, uh, anyway, folks, I don't have anything, uh, more to say on this matter. I think this this is the longest, uh, Thursday edition of the show that I've done. And apologies for the late hour. Late slash early hour. But I just felt like I had to come out and, you know, say that I felt Chuck is a, is a good guy and lay out my reasoning. And, uh, also you know, critique going on the whole Sam Triple Eight thing too, because that was nonsense as well. Anyway, folks, I'll be back uh Saturday evening, eight thirty PM, uh Eastern Standard Time for uh the Saturday show. I'll be covering the uh that whole Mega kid smirk uh thing. We'll be getting into that and some other Newsworthy topics. Maybe we'll take calls again. I don't know. Uh, I know people like to troll the call line. I'm actually hoping for real, legitimate conversations and not just trolls. So if I do do the phone line, come with serious topics this time. Anyway, folks, uh, that's the new, that's the show. And uh, as Dennis Miller used to say. That's the news, and I am out of here, folks. Good night, God bless, and God save this great nation. I'll see you, uh, Saturday evening for the Saturday show. Until then, uh, sit tight, ladies and gentlemen.